Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Nick Flanagan Weekly. <laughs> Weekly. I'm Nick. I am Nick Flanagan. This is Nick Flanagan Weekly. I uh, am just doing a fun little recording today. Um, it's Friday night. It's the Sabbath for practicing Jews, but for me, I'm just hanging out, doing my thing, trying to have fun. And fun is fun, no matter what anyone else tells you. Fun is a fun thing. I'm drinking a hot chocolate. This is where I'm at, age-wise. It's like, yeah, I could be at the comedy club trying to get in good with the booker, trying to get a guest spot, or I could be in the library trying to study law so I can be a successful lawyer. Or I could be in the sewers working as a sanitation worker getting great money. But now on, fr I, I, for now on Friday nights eh, most of the time I'm home just doing stuff, podcasting, uh, reading, um, all the things, taking a bath, my name is Nick. This is Nick Flanagan Weekly. It's, uh, at least twice a week I come to you and I say, Hey, I'm still alive! And I think that's an important thing for all of us to do with each other. Is just check in with each other and say, Hey, guess what? I'm still alive. And I love being alive. That's something I, I try to remember. Is that I actually enjoy living Existing feels good sometimes. You ever see a bird? Like one of the little birds? It is so nice when you just see a little bird hopping around. Why not stick around to just keep seeing birds hop around? I don't know. I was in one of these groups I'm in today, and it was just quite pleasant. Uh, we stayed. We went long. Everybody shared their issues. Everybody gave each other constructive uh, ways to maybe get our anger uh, within uh, keep our like express bad feelings don't don't contain them but don't let them overtake you so that suddenly you're throwing a chair at, in the window of a Macy's I mean that sounds fun frankly but you get what I mean You'll get arrested if you go to Macy's and you throw a chair in. And, and I'm Canadian. If I go to a Macy's, there are no Macy's in Canada's, Canada. So I'm throwing a chair in Macy's. I'm getting deported. I'm getting not allowed in the U.S. anymore. Which is, you know, it's it's very much speaks to the U.S., uh, the United States of America's status as a superpower full of a lot of different kinds of people. No one has been like, let's boycott America no matter what it's really weird watching all of this stuff go on um, with the uh, immigration with the mass holding of all of these people who tried to migrate to the US and just watching it and I'm going how, how did how did it get this way is this 
is, is this like the end game of America? Meanwhile, I'm, I'm here in Canada. Everyone's celebrating the Raptors, stabbing each other, getting the free health care to fix it, stabbing each other again, health care. Just a, a cycle of stabbings and healings. It's a heaven on earth here. A heaven on earth, a humid heaven on earth full of uh, people very angry on subways but unable to express it. Honestly, I have been expressing my anger lately. I feel like I haven't done a solo episode for a while, and I still got this issue where I freak out. People run a red light in my neighborhood. Oh, boy, I'm old man Witherspoon about the whole thing. I'm like, how dare you? Don't you know there's kids in this area? And to be frank, I don't even know if there's kids in the area. I mean, I have a general idea there are kids in my area, but I'm not hanging out with them. These kids are nothing to me. <laughs> no, that's not true. I mean, I, I, I'm just saying, I don't have kids. I'm, I'm just like old man Johnson, you know, yelling at cars as they pass by. But in my case, it would be old man Flanagan because that's my last name. But yeah, and I'm, I mean, I'm getting really mad at motorists, and I can't do that. It's You have nothing to gain by uh, starting some sort of a fracas with really anybody. And so that's something I'm really trying to rein in. Uh, just, you got to take a second when you're mad. And just because something pushes those buttons, the nuclear button, as they call it in America, bring it back to America, you know, you gotta say, I know my finger's ready, almost about to press the button, but don't move, finger. Because there could be uh, consequences have never been the same. Yeah, so it's amazing uh, how gradual trying to feel better is, and that we all expect the quick fix is just ingrained in us we eat something it tastes good immediately we uh, get money we, we suddenly have money immediately eh, but making it so you don't repeat the same destructive behavior over and over and over again well my friends that takes a lifetime let me see if my streams are on no, nothing's going on. My streams are done. Okay, one of them seems to be kind of going. Um, but yeah, I'm uh, I'm glad to be talking to you again. I don't know how hilarious this is. I don't know how hilarious anything is. I don't know if podcasts are supposed to be hilarious. I can't freaking tell. I don't even know what a podcast is these days. I do know that Conan O'Brien's podcast... Uh, Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend is quite good and if you listen to Howard Stern episode of it you will go, whoa because he has stopped me right dead in my tracks and made me say this this is good and uh, that's all I have is to see what I like and to try to do something you know, that I I will like myself so it's good to know that, that there is a podcast that I love, and it is uh, Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. And, um, yeah, I, I, the episode with Kara G just came out the other day. I hope you enjoy that. She's, I was watching Kara's, like, The Expanse stuff. She is so awesome on that show, so different um, than she is as a person. And I know I, I mentioned that in my intro for the show. Uh, 
But yeah, I asked her in the episode, I was like, you know, I don't think we really need to change anything. And here she is, she's like completely different. But is she? Is she really? Or is her character actually drawing on something deep within Kara G? Maybe if we do another interview, there will be an answer. But for now, we don't know. Gratitude. I've got some gratitudes. I am grateful for mindfulness and meditation. Now, mindfulness is super uh, buzzword these days, you know, which means it has been uh, turned into an industry. That's fine. That's fine and dandy. It's dandy. It's not just fine. It's dandy. But, you know, I was introduced to it somewhat late in the game eight or nine years ago. Uh, people like John Kabat-Zinn, and it was a teacher named Patricia Rockman here in Toronto, uh, and a CBT guy, David, who walked a class I was in through mindfulness teachings. And uh, I'd always incorporated it into my life, but rereading this dialectical behavioral therapy workbook that I'm reading, it's all about mindfulness. And... uh, it's reactivated my love of it and you know one thing I'm doing to curb feeling overwhelmed or uh, feelings that I can't get uh, that are are, uh, fill me with rage or sadness is I'm keeping an object in my pocket that has a great texture that reminds me of something in this case it's a rock that a very nice person gave to me a small rock and a, a small stone from Scotland and I'm I'm just touching it when I get a little bit uh, out there mentally, when I start getting kooked. But if you're out there, I mean, be out there, you know. I've been listening to Sun Ra, the jazz musician from space. I've been listening lazily, don't get me wrong. He's coming on my Spotify. He's coming all over my Spotify. Um, (laughs) uh, And uh, it's... Uh, it's just awesome space jazz from the 1970s and 80s and 60s. It's it's quite quite wonderful. Get into it. My point is that there's becoming grounding yourself is important when you're getting stressed. And this things that you like ground you. Leaving a situation that overwhelms you actually grounds you a bit. Don't be afraid. I mean, don't you know jump out of a moving car that you're driving because you're nervous. But Maybe if what I do is if I'm in the subway and there's something that's annoying me in my peripheral, I just go to another room. Another room in the I go to the VIP part of the subway, where all the cool kids are. And uh, yeah, I mean, so and meditation is great because of how it sort of centers your mind, and I always view it as almost like a way of fast forwarding your your thoughts. You put them all in this. moment this 20 minute block where you're actually just not focusing on them but they're just sort of passing through and i've found it really helps with your day and i i really hope to hit twice a day another thing is i've been setting goals i've been getting together with uh someone from my group to do an accountability uh kind of mini group and we've set three goals uh one of mine was for some pitches i'm trying to get finished that's going okay the other was for 
uh, what was it? It was not Jan. Uh, it was taxes, and I'm actually doing some taxes right now, and not as I speak. I can't multitask. I can't podcast and uh, go over my expenses from years past at the same time. I'm not Superman, but uh, it's getting done, and. Then going to the gym three times a week, which was not happening, but then I changed it to 10,000 steps a day, and I'm happy to report that's been happening. So, and and my buddy has had a lot of things um, happen too, and sometimes when you put these goals in perspective, and especially when you make them realistic, for me, three times a week at the gym just immediately was just not going to work. So I picked something that was going to work, and that's... Uh, as you can hear, turning me into a ball of energy. <laughs> Very courageous person. So, mindfulness and meditation. Very grateful. Bargain shopping. That's the next thing that I'm grateful for. Bargain shopping. I'm into it. Summer and spring are the time for deals. And ladies and gentlemen, I got a deals for you. Oh, deals. I How I love you deals. Uh, whether it's going on you know, eBay, Kijiji, uh, Craigslist, such and such, buns, and just seeing things that people are pricing or trading at you know, fractions of what they cost normally, either because they don't care or... Uh, <laughs> Maybe they don't know, but hopefully they just don't care because that's what I do a lot of the time is I'll just be like, hey, you know what? Take this because I, I, you get that back. You know, if you if you charge five dollars for a Toyota car, one day you're probably going to get someone offer you five dollars for a uh, Escalade. <laughs> I think that is good logic. And. Yeah, that's. I, I went to this wild flea market the other week. It was so fun in Toronto. Uh, it actually reminded me of, of swap meets in L.A. It's cool. I'd never been to the, this place before. And um, I was at some weird junk thing, and someone was trying to sell, like, a PlayStation system to someone for $85. Look, kids, if you're listening to this, kids, and you're like, I want to buy a PlayStation 1 system, first of all, why? PlayStation 2 is compatible with PlayStation 1, so I don't know why you're doing that. But secondly, you can get that stuff for like 30, 20, 10 bucks. You know, don't don't let someone try to charge $70 for you. Here's a video game tip for my friends listening who are the gamers head, the gamer heads. Um the consoles are not the expensive part of buying old games right now. It is what I just said buying the old games that's what's expensive that's where your hard-earned bucks are gonna go just a little tip so yeah bargains i love it going to places i'm having a garage sale on this sunday so other people can get bargains but i'm not gonna make such good bargains you know gotta 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 pay those uh, soundcloud pro bills Every month, like clockwork. Oh my god, I was going to talk about this one thing, but I just remembered a story I've got to tell you. 
I have a lot to catch up on, actually. It's been a week since uh, I did one of my solo episodes. And I uh, last Friday, I actually tweeted about a really stressful day I had. And uh, I didn't really expand on it. But basically what happened was I went to my group I go to. And uh, I didn't, nobody was answering. People with ADD running this thing. And I have ADD. And, you know, it's just... Uh, comedy of errors sometimes trying to get in this building and, and it did not work out I did not get to go in the building no one answered me so I said oh I'm going to go to the um, liquor store pick up some liquor for a, a, a reason that I think you'll understand and I go there and basically things happened and someone took my wallet my wallet was stolen on camera right from under my very nose my wallet, gone. Driver's license, gone. Health card, gone. Debit cards, also gone. Uh, weird marijuana thank card that says I'm Rastafarian, gone. Free movie cards, gone. Guild cards, gone. Union cards, gone. A man with no identity, I suddenly was. This is how great Toronto is for me. So I'm all bummed out, worried, canceled my cards. My friend works at that liquor store. I mean, I didn't know he was there. And he just walks in, what's up, man? How's it going? I'm like, oh, I just got my wallet stolen. Guy lends me money to buy the booze I was going to buy. And yesterday, this is how cool Toronto is, I was just in a totally different liquor store. Look, I don't go to liquor stores as much as it seems, but it's just been a liquor week. And uh, he's at that liquor store. And I go, hey, I have that money you lent me here. Isn't that amazing? Serendipity, synchronicity? It exists. Let go and let goo. Um, anyway, my wallet's gone. This is in front of like two security guards. I'm right by a teller. There's cameras. I don't know. Meanwhile, it's obviously my responsibility, but you'd think... With all of this in place, this kind of thing wouldn't happen. But it did. And I only had $10 in there. Cancered, canceled my cancered my cards. They were cancer. And so I got rid of them. And I was just like, man, now i got to get a new driver's license, blah, blah, blah. But it was fine. I was like keeping it cool. Do that. The next day, my friend writes me on Facebook, hey, my friend has your ID. Someone came into a bar looking for me because they found my ID in a garbage bag or can or something and um, my driver's license and health card have been returned to me no the other ones I don't have yet but I've managed to get that back so there's hope don't let the bastards bring you down get you down that's what Chris Christopherson said to Sinead O'Connor when she was booed off the stage for ripping up a picture of the Pope on Saturday Night Live at Bob Dylan's 30th anniversary for, you know, Highway 61 or something. They booed her off. And, you know, do you remember? She sang, a, she sang an a cappella version of War by Bob Marley in protest of this treatment. This was back when people liked Popes. In the 90s. You young kids probably, you live in an age where the Catholic Church is basically persona non grata around 
round round children. But let me tell you, in the 90s, it wasn't that way. When Sinead O'Connor ripped up a picture of the Pope and said, fight the real enemy, the next week, Joe Pesci hosted Saturday Night Live and said, I'm glad I wasn't there last week. I would have punched her in the face. And everyone was fine with it because it was the 90s. And that was just what they did back then. The other thing I'm grateful for is sunshine, hold on, and a cool breeze. That's right. Sunshine's great, but you get might get too hot. You get sweaty. If you don't have club soda on you, you're going to sweat through your, uh, you know, expensive shirt. But if there's a cool breeze, you're not going to sweat. And you're going to walk and life will be feel just perfect. The perfect temperature. You're warm, but you're cool. For me, that's all I need. And you know what? In a lot of places, that's just what nature creates. You don't need a fan. You don't need, uh, what do you call it, a home cooling system, an aircon. Nature is the aircon. In some places, I don't know. Sometimes you're walking down the street, oh, feel that breeze. That's what I like. And the sun. Ah. Ah. <laughs> That's what I say when it happens. Ah, this is great. Thank you. You ever just look up at the sky and go, thank you? No? Me neither. Just asking. Uh, well, what can I say? I was going to talk about a few other things. The last thing is this. I've been stewing on this for a week where people... I watched a video by this guy, David Pakman. He's like a YouTuber, a left center left YouTuber or something. And uh, they, the headline of it was our ADD, you know, our ADHD president, uh, president, ADHD, or ignorance and ADHD makes Trump dangerous, something along those lines. And in it, he starts saying, oh, you know, Trump seems like he has ADHD from the way he behaves, but he didn't use any solid examples. He just used the term ADHD to sort of be shorthand for being impulsive, angry, the superficial stuff that it is. But I don't really believe, I, and I don't like that he did that. You know, it immediately set me off. It said, this is just so insensitive to the many people that are going through this uh, and feel stigmatized people who are already extra sensitive and they're going to be relating you know they're going to watch you relate this uh, you know loathed figure whose behavior is not just you can't just chalk it up to a personality disorder Uh, it's just it's just not good it's like calling people bipolar or whatever you know as a means of, of sort of quickly explaining their behavior what it what that does is that cheapens um the actual people trying to get through this stuff because it's a lot more complicated than that when you're in the middle of this thing and i really think when people try to project um 
personality disorders or mental health things on people they don't know. Celebrities, even friends based on their behavior. It, it's what I just, the word I just used. It's projection. It's just going, you know, may, I, I hope I don't have this. You know, oh, this person's that. That's why they're different than me. That's why I'm more together. That's why my beliefs are right. And I just think it's not the way to go. And I was, I was really, I was really, I was really annoyed by it for a long time because it just makes me think, wow, like extra awareness for this kind of stuff doesn't help if people just use the shorthand knowledge. You know, oh, you're impulsive. Oh, you're you quick to anger. Oh, you know, and then it's that's not everybody. Every case of this kind of stuff is different. And secondly, it's like whatever America's president has going on with him, who even knows? And I would not deign to say it with a it was ADHD. I wouldn't even say, you know, it's a narcissist, even though, you know, a lot of evidence points to that. But what does being a narcissist even mean? These are all just terms people on the internet use because we try to make sense of our own victimized feelings. And when we place other people having um, out of control personality types uh, as the reason we want to get away from them or that we feel wronged by them, um, it's it's a slippery slope as they say and look if this guy's show was like a straight up comedy show I don't know if I'd be as annoyed I I don't really if people in comedy is about superficial compacting and condensing things to uh, something that's comically blunt so yeah in comedy, you can do that kind of stuff. But right now, we are living in an age where everyone but comedians, like people who aren't comedians are all about being glib, flippant, in disguised, opinionated, disguised as funny. And that's what drives me nuts. That's what drives me nuts. I've heard I do bad accents. Don't write me at weeklypodcast at gmail.com to comment on how good or bad my accents are. Anyway, long story short is, I was going to do a whole video or something about that, but uh, I can't do anything about people doing this. It's out of my control. I don't know what's going on in David Pacman's mind when he does this. I don't know what was going on in his mind when I found a video from three or four years ago with only a few thousand views where he was asking if it was an ADD was overdiagnosed in children. And uh, I think, and he said, oh, I think it is. It likely is. There's a lot of people who don't have ADD who are taking Ritalin and Adderall. And it's like, I don't think, I think it might, I doubt, I doubt it's being overdiagnosed. I think people are probably running to medication as the only solution with no other management techniques. And I think that's a huge problem with ADHD. But to say it's overdiagnosed, as someone who was diagnosed as an adult and would have loved to have been diagnosed as a child so that I would have had a longer time to manage myself, I just think that's bunk. It's B-U-N-K bunk. 
And I'm not talking about a fun, cozy bed to be in with your brother. I'm talking about whatever bunk means meaning bad. Anywho, the point is, I don't know what's going in his head. I don't know if he's a person, you know, I, I don't know what's going on there. I can't control it. So all I can do is say that that's my view of the general use of mental health stuff uh, to label people we don't like. It is a really dangerous thing. So, uh, yeah. And I'm grateful to have people listening and watching and having fun, hopefully. And uh, I wrote about legal weed on the title of the stream that I'm actually making here, but uh, I don't think I'll talk about legal weed right now. I think I'm pretty much done. But thank you for listening. If you enjoy the podcast, patreon.com slash nickflanagan, ko-fi.com slash nickflanagan. Check out my album at nickflanagan.bandcamp.com or my band at wrongholemusic.bandcamp.com. I'll be back this week with some more crap. Have a good weekend. I love you. Flanagan. Weekly. Nick Flanagan. Weekly.